And welcome back to Top Dogs. Today, we venture into the uncharted waters of our hearts and our minds. You've been with us through numerous episodes, but how well do you really know the voices speaking to you? Join us as we uncover the personal tales, dreams, fears, and hopes that rarely see the light of day. Top Dogs, episode 63, Beneath the Surface. How are you guys doing this evening? Doing all right. Managing, managing. <laughs> Same. I'm just managing as much as I can. Life How was your time on. with your grandparents? Oh, it went very well. It's good seeing them whenever I can. I enjoy seeing them. Oh, they they live like an hour away, so I don't get to see them too often. Well, that's good that you got to see them. You know, that's, that's yes. a very personal thing. Now, I would imagine that you're... Your grandparents have saw you ever since you were a child, of course. Now, I want to start off with you, Whiplash. Why don't we talk about maybe some of your childhood dreams? What was your biggest dream as a child, and has it changed over the years? Absolutely. So, I think, mainly as a child, there was two dreams I really had. One was to be an artist, which, in my school years, through my entire school years as a child, I drew so much and i don't know what happened after i got out of school but i just kind of like dropped everything but my other dream was to be a race car driver which is not going to happen because that's something you're kind of grown into honestly but it would have been great to do that as well but i do have the uh dream of enjoying cars and working on cars and doing car things with people so i'll still take that as my dream and what about you stream well, I've always wanted to be a helicopter pilot in the Canadian military, um, and it didn't end up working out, and my life path has kind of changed over time uh, for a number of reasons, uh, one of them being, you know, learning a bit too late that I had trouble focusing in classes, even though I was passionate about the subject of aeronautics and stuff, I've realized that it was very difficult. But the other reason also is being a pilot in the military is very difficult. Only about two to 5% of people actually succeed and classify themselves to be a pilot. And if you know me, I am not a gambler. If I'm going to go into something, I want to make sure that I'm going to get, and I don't feel like fighting for what I want to do for stuff like that. I just want it, and sadly, you kind of have to fight for it. So I decided to go on a different path, and I did something well, else instead. Well, you did still do it as a hobby. If anybody ever wants to see that video of him flying his, his uh, little copter, I don't know what to call it. The paramotor. <laughs> you still struggle with that. It's adorable. <laughs> um, I ended up doing it as a hobby, which is my paramotor. It's a big kind of type of parachute. It's a paraglider with a giant fan on my back. I call it my big floating camping chair with my big butt fan. <laughs> and it's absolutely fantastic. It's a very freeing feeling because you're not inside of a cockpit. You're exposed to the element. It's very compact. It doesn't cost a lot. And it's very easy to bring with you when you're going on a road trip. So it's pretty cool. I love it. That's pretty cool. If you guys ever want to see that video of him riding his little mini copter, that's what I'm going to call it, the mini copter. Uh, there is going to be, <laughs> there is a video of him flying over the hills in the forest on his Twitter page. So go check that out if you want, if you guys want to. Anyways, at Stream Arcadad. 
That's Dream Market Dad. Um, for me, at least, uh, when I started growing up, there was many things that I wanted to do. That's no big secret. I, I have many ambitions and dreams. But I would say when I was very young, I, I was into sports and football and hockey, but I was mostly focused on playing hockey. And I was a, as I, I you know, trained and progressed, I became a left winger and I was a bruiser, which means like, I'm the type of guy that would get in a fight for you if someone messed with you or bullied you. Um, I was so good that I almost went to the WHL or the OHL to play for either the London Knights or the Spokane Chiefs. What stopped me from doing it, however, was this problem, which is called tearing your ACL, which stings like a bee and like maybe a thousand bee stings. That's feels like your whole leg's on fire. And those limit your chances of value if you just get injured that badly. Um, that And that's the reality of sports sometimes. And I had to live with that. But because of that, I went down the road to do cybersecurity, which I am still currently doing right now. Um, I'm still trying to get my degree, which I'm hoping to get it next semester. And I graduate with my associates. But I'm also going to be pursuing my bachelor's as well. So, yeah, um, and also get experience in the IT field while going for my bachelor's, but you get the point on that. So we have many scars that we uh, carry in ourselves, right? And some of them we're not very proud of, right? So let me ask you this, Whiplash, if you're comfortable with answering this question, uh, without delivering into too much detail, can you share an experience that, left a lasting mark on your soul? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Kind of like how what I talked about last week with what happened to me as a child. I kind of like left mm. a deep scar across, to be fair, like across the mind, across my heart, across my soul. It's just a dark image and a memory that I'll never forget, no matter how much mm. I try to bleach it up. Is it just, okay, so I personally never have went through that, okay? Now, and I can't imagine what you are going through every day with that kind of fact that what happened to you, right? So, yeah. I guess my question is, is like, knowing what happened, how did you learn to adapt and, you know, distract yourself to be happy? Mainly during school, it was talking with friends. Back in the day, it was playing games with friends online. That would, like, change my mind or drawing art, which is what, like, I used to do a lot of. And now, like, it got to the point when I turned, like, I think it's your 2021, that I just kind of, like, let it sit, like, push to the back of my mind. Like, it's, it happened. Unfortunately, it can't change the past. But... I'm not worried about it anymore. I know it's terrible what happened, but I'd rather just move on with the future. I have my good friends. I have you guys. I have this. I have just things. I want, the, pe- the people I want in my life. I don't want to worry about that. But I do want something to happen to where people that did to me are held accountable for what they do. But... Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people like that in this world, unfortunately. Yeah. 
I will okay. say, I think one thing that does help me is on YouTube, there are some people who actually go out and catch these people, and that makes me happy to see that happen. See people yeah, who actually try doing that. It helps me, uh, helps me get by, to say the least. Well, you have a lot going for you right now, especially when you have a supporting cast around you and a supporting friends, you know. You definitely came a long Great. way. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. It's been, it's been a journey. What about you, Stream? Any deep scars? Uh, yeah. It's something I did at the beginning of my relationship with my husband. Now, my previous relationship, I've been... I had my emotions toyed with. Uh, the guy was in relationship with me, then broke off, then came crawling back, then broke off with me again, and then came back and then broke off with me a third time. So when I started dating my husband, I was kind of scared to fall in love too early by fear of getting hurt again. And I kind of overestimate, underestimated the status of my relationship. And at that time, I was having, you know, I had a friend with benefit that had a very manipulative nature on me. And I was very gullible and naive as a guy. And I thought it would be fine for me to do a thing one last time before I get officially into a relationship with my current husband. Now, I should have seen the signs i mean the, all the signs that we were becoming an actual couples were there i was just blinded and i don't know what i was thinking but i did something that really i regret doing now my husband and i we talked about it he understands better and we've gone past this and it's been it's like 10 years behind us it's a long time but still i still feel bad about all the wave of emotion i put him through it's my own naivete, it's me not being aware, being too careful. So it, it was a weird one, but we overcome it and we came out really strong out of it. We had a lot, we shared a lot of things, we discussed, we talked, and I did things for him that proved to him how much I was dedicated to him. And it, it ended up being a good thing in the end, but still, I, I, I still feel bad about it. So yeah, we have more an impact than we do sometimes. <laughs> well, it's definitely like a learning experience you know you gotta you know make mistakes for you to really learn something sometimes that's just how it oh, is. I sure do. we tend to learn the hard sure way do. about many things me yeah i'm especially like that and you know what's i what i really don't like about myself is sometimes i will do those mistakes twice like luckily i did not do that for this instance but on lesser things i've known to do mistakes twice in a row and i feel so dumb sometimes and i should listen but, you know, when you tell me that stovetop is hot, I will still touch it, but I will go, like, very carefully and try to see how hot it is. <laughs> I'm stubborn like that sometimes. That makes sense. Well, well, I'm going to be telling you guys a deep scar that I have, and it's still not a very pleasant experience to really be talking about because of how dark it is. Um, so fair warning to anybody who is watching this right now. There's going to be a... a is going to be this is going to be really dark okay so <clears throat> so there was this girl that i knew that i went to school with in sock my sophomore year and she i she used to live like across the street from me and i lived on the cul-de-sac and sometimes i would come visit her to hang out right and she was a very lovely girl to hang out and have as a friend and she was probably one of the sweetest people i ever knew um, one day we were on the bus 
and I noticed something about her and uh me and my friend Otto noticed that in that moment that he that she got slapped by this one uh guy and without really any context of really what happened we don't know why he did it but he did and it took us a minute a minute to realize that this girl was going through a lot of consistent bullying throughout most of our high school years and in that moment I felt like I could have said something to her and but I didn't. So fast forward to all the consistent bullying as it continued on. Um I just decided one day to go to my friend Otto, who was also one of my closest friends at high school at the time. I asked him, Hey, <clears throat> we should go see how uh the girl's doing and uh he yeah, he told me no. And I asked him, Well well why not? And uh, so he pointed across the street. There was a, there was a, a um, an ambulance on our driveway. Uh, unfortunately, this young, lovely lady, full of life, is no longer with us today. Uh, she passed away. Um, but I'm not gonna go into details and that is a scar that I had to live with because I know I could have said something but I didn't and it's it's really hard to talk about I haven't really talk about talked about that in years it was a very buried deep dark place that I tried to bury but that something like that it's not something that you can easily forget. Because it's no. like, it's like, um, it's like buried into you, like deep, and you can't pull it out. No matter how many times you dig for it and just throw it out. It, uh, the feeling of regret is really something hard to deal with. It's probably one of the most difficult, like, emotion and i go through sometimes i can deal with stress and anxiety but regret is the thing i feel so horrible when i hurt other people's feeling or like you you wish you would have said something because hopefully maybe that could have saved that person and you're like damn but i gotta tell you you can't blame yourself for what happened you didn't know this was going to happen and maybe you could have said something and it would not have changed anything the thing is we don't know that for sure but all your yeah. intentions were good that's for sure Yeah. Now, yeah, I could have said something, but I didn't. And knowing how much her family suffered really took its toll on me. And I realized in that moment when that happened, uh, hold on a second. I was against bullying for the rest of my life at that point. Words can be very cruel. I never thought somebody would go that far in my life. Word, Sorry, words can be that. sharper than daggers. So it if absolutely... 
irritates me when people think they can savor they can savor they can say whatever they want on social media it just annoys the hell out of me careless people mm. they should they sh they should lose their privileges honestly i think social media at this point should be a privilege you should have like an actual permit or license to post all that garbage sometimes uh it's terrible well in this situation it wasn't just words and it was also physical yeah. Um, Not a whole lot we can do about that. No, but uh, someone could have, but no one did. But anyways, go ahead, Whiplash. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can do in, in our lives to possibly help someone out, but we never interact on them or act on them because... Sometimes I feel like we're afraid to act on it. Like, even it's helping someone out. Because you don't know how they're going to act. Maybe they're going to say that, no, everything is fine, and they were just playing, stuff like that. And then you can really, you know, never fully get through them. It's just, it's hard sometimes what happens with some people. Some people just don't want the help. So, even though you could have helped, who knows what the outcome could have been. Sometimes uh, we don't realize how bad it is either, because they don't open no. up about it. Do not. And most people that are going to take actions upon themselves, usually they don't leave any signs, so you can't really anticipate for it. That's what happened with my father. Nobody actually expected that to happen. Fun fact. Well, I'm glad I, I got that on my but... chest. Yeah. Well, thanks so, for sharing with us. Yeah. Yes. Probably will never talk about that again, but I would say let's move on to the next question, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's do that. All right. So <laughs> there's been many times where you, Whiplash, and being wanted, like, <laughs> Jesus, um, <laughs> Late night thoughts. Now, we've had many of those late night thoughts, right? So, so there's been many times where you just lay in bed and sometimes you're just like looking up in the ceiling. You're just like relaxing and just lost in your thoughts, right? So when everybody else is asleep and you're alone with your thoughts, what often occupi uh, occupies your mind, Whiplash? See, I'm someone who likes to make people happy. And I don't really... And I have those thoughts in my head, like if I'm doing something wrong with someone or if I need to fix something with someone or I need to improve myself on something to make the other person that I'm talking with, you know, make their friendship better. But that's just something I've always been with, even as a kid. And like, I guess I know for sure that I'm a strange person. And mm -hmm. I don't know how strange I'm acting with the other occupant that I may be talking with. So I don't want to, like, step over my boundaries and, like, in bed at night, I'll be thinking about those situations. And have you ever had those thoughts in your head? You've done something cringy when you were younger, and then some reason that thought just comes back into your mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had times. those thoughts. Yeah, yeah they just pop into it's... my mind at least once a day. <laughs> like a random it's one will just pop back into I... my mind. 
I mean, honestly, it's when I, I get somewhat intoxicated and I ended up having no shame at all. And I ended up doing and saying things that I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I've done this. I mean, the people are usually laughing about it and it's fine, but I'm like ashamed of myself so bad. So I try to minimize the drinking as much as possible. Well, no, that was just legit fun, and I'm going to get you next year. (laughs) Me and Whiplash, we're going to get you. (laughs) You at least expect it. I'm going to tell Kid, like, Kid, it's going to happen now. Record this stuff. (laughs) It's going to be me, I guess to me, Um, like, they're like, what occupies me mainly is just, like, those... Uh, those cringe thoughts those cringe thoughts occupy me a lot and like if am I a good person or not because I want to be a good person but so with the cringe decisions that you made sometimes you wonder about the outcome it put on other people that and if we're going to go to improve from there well it's it's, well I guess it depends like it's kind of too late at that point because that was a long time ago well, yeah. So I guess my question is, why? Why? I'm just curious. Why would you dwell, uh, dwell on that? Uh, it's something. Okay. So you always like. It's something that you did that was so bad in your life that it will stick with you for the rest of your life. It's not something I want to dwell on because trust me, it's something I'd rather just it just disappear, get pushed to the past, and forget about it. But. It's something that made you hurt yourself from thinking about it so much that it just keeps reappearing because it's something that's so memorable to you because how bad the memory is. And to be fair, I have a lot of those. So I'm just like a file full of uh, cringy memories. (laughs) We all have them. What about you, Stream? Me, it's uh, I, I bring this up very often, but it's been occupying my mind a lot. And it's I wonder what my life is going to be like once I actually get my child and how our lifestyle is going to be different. And like this week, I think uh, Friday last week, actually, I, within 30 minutes, TikTok made me cry three times because they showed me people that had a dog and they were presenting their newborn child and how the dog was protective and bringing toys to the children and stuff. And it made me like all emotional because I don't know if it's going to happen or not. And I want that to happen with my child, either if we get Jock or Elizabeth someday, if it's going to be a boy or girl. I just hope that it's going to happen at some point. I just got to trust life. I don't know what's going to happen now, but I trust life. I go with the flow, and we'll see what the future has for us. But I will hope for the best, and I stay hopeful. I wanted to ask you, you know, since, you know, bringing a child is a huge responsibility, and it will take a lot of your time. Um, It also comes with a lot of changes, like, and I wanted to ask you, um, are you going to be comfortable with the fact that knowing that your daughter or your son can possibly see you stream as a different, like, like, you know, um, this lifestyle that you live? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not too worried about it because, you know, children, it's really easy to show them a bunch of stuff. And it's actually us, the adult, that tells them if something is good or bad. So children, they don't know what's good or bad. So if you're showing them stuff, they're going to be curious about it. So I'm not too worried about things like that. And maybe they're going to be really curious about it. Maybe they won't. And 
and I, I don't know. I'm not too stressed out about it. I'm very hopeful, and I'm sure everything's going to be fine. My kid, I'm going to show them all the hobbies. I'm going to teach them how to weld, how to make stuff, how to sew, how to glue, how to fix, and like I'm going to show them a bunch of skills. Like they're going to be a jack of all trade and a master of none. <laughs> so if they want to do furry stuff, then good. But you know, I'm going to provide them with the proper, um, uh, damn it, <laughs> the proper support to support them in what they want to do. So, well, yeah. One, but one, protect your child if he does go into furry fandom. Oh, yeah, of Definitely. course, of course. Two, yeah, have, have fun, have fun with the birds and the oh, yeah. talk. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's going to be, gonna be an adventure for sure. I'm very sensitive to subtle changes in my life, and this is why it kind of stressed me. It, stressed, it stresses me out to have a child. But having Jet already teach me what it is to have responsibility as an adult where somebody else has priority over you. Uh, so having Jet is a good way to transition into being a parent. But it's going to be rough at first, but I got an army of people that are willing to help us out. And I have a list of babysitters. So I know that if I need a break, I just need to communicate with my husband and everything will be fine. It's our strongest asset. And like, it's the thing where the, the really good at my husband and I is communication. So I'm not worried on that part. At least the one thing that me and Whiplash don't have to worry about is the birds and the beast talk. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing is, you want a relationship. I just want to stay single. <sighs> single Pringle. I'll have the birds and bees talk with my cars. Adorable. <laughs> oh. Now, with me, like, when I'm laying in bed, uh, I've had many thoughts where I wonder if I'm putting in enough work into what I do. Because I want to go down to be remembered for something. Like, just like any other person that has a, a huge ambition. Um because, you know, I, there's been many times where I'm like, hey, I'm going to write my book and I'm going to do it and it's going to happen. But sometimes I just see myself like when I just read through a chapter and I proofread it so many times because I didn't think it was good enough. It could be. And it, there's going to be times where it is good. But then I'm like, this could be better. But that's just how I am, you know, busting my butt into my projects to make sure it is one of the best quality work that the person is going to get. And that's what I want to deliver to a lot of people that they're getting their money's worth. Um, especially if, if we're going to use an example for people that are like well known, it's like um, the Beatles and, you know, they're remembered for their music. Right. And, and they were so different in that time era. Right. You get the point. Elvis Presley is the same way. Michael Jackson was too, but I'm just using music artists as an example. I can think of Leonardo da Vinci. A great genius, Albert Einstein. These people are remembered for many great things, and they left an impact on the world. That's my point. That's what I kind of want to be within my own community. Not through the world, but just with this community. <clears throat> um, another thing, yes, uh, I, I hope so, at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we all have our me, our me time, right? So we all have that one place that we like to go to for personal sanctuary. So I wanted to ask you, Whiplash, where do you go physically or mentally when you uh, you need your your break from the world? Usually two things. One, 
mainly hanging out with friends because usually that will take me out of any depression I may be in. Because friends are usually the best, you know, best thing to go to whenever you're sad or you're in a bad spot because they will always make your life better. Like they'll make you happy, they'll make you laugh, they'll make you just have a fun time regardless of what you do. Or the other thing is just getting in my car and going on a long cruise. Because then you can just ease out those thoughts as you're driving along. And that's normally what I do. But mainly the other option is just hanging out with friends. Because that just makes me forget. I have such a good time that it makes you forget everything. Yeah, I know. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, I know you said you want to be with your friends, right? But I'm just saying, like, you personally just wanting to be alone. Oh, well... And as I said, I'll just go on the car cruise by myself. I have everything closed off. Just be with myself as I'm driving along. Process mm. the thoughts I may have. And just think about it. Come to a reasonable agreement myself. And just push on through it. I would Yeah, that's what I thought you would have said at first. Like, I wasn't expecting you to say you'd rather hang out with friends. So, yeah, I just found that interesting that wasn't the first thing you would have said because i would thought oh whiplash would be the type of dude who would drive the car and cruise through the highway or um or in the woods somewhere yeah the woods the beaches highways i have plenty of those around me so i could definitely do either or what about you string um me is i like to get my mind busy with a project it can be either a physical thing or a digital asset but going in my garage tinker on stuff working on new product for my store working on some crazy inventions and stuff is something i really enjoy doing and it really allows to put my mind off and just focus on something else and my husband is very aware of that me time that i require sometimes i do play video games once in a while which is great but most of the time i just end up tinkering though when i do play video games i just love going on vr chat and being a himbo arcanine dad on the internet and just let my crazy out that's always good but the one thing that really relaxes me is engine related just like whiplash and it's just going on a long flight in my area with my paramotor and soaring through the mountains and just going down hills and you know doing low passes uh above the cornfield and smelling the fresh smell of corn or wheat or oats so that's the thing i really enjoy doing it really relaxes me okay now before i can answer my question i wanted to go over the question of the week guys so the question of the week is what are some inner conflicts you face and how do you overcome it now, we've had many answers to this question already, and Kit was so wonderfully nice to provide. I just do. Actually, it was Reeker. My bad, Reeker, if you watch this. <laughs> right. All right. So we're going to start off with Justin, the Firewolf Dog. Uh, he said, I think my inner conflict is literally thinking I am not good enough and not making friends, but how do I overcome it is literally thinking of my current friends that I have and including my fiance and they and I talk to him. So it's good that you are you have your own inner group. Justin, I, that's pretty good. Um, keep up with those people though because those people mean a lot a whole lot more. And keep that, that window very tight with those people. Okay. You got, you, got, you got anything to say about that, Whiplash? Because I know you have that kind of relationship with an inner circle. 
Yeah. Absolutely keep a tight window on your friends that you have right now and your fiance. Because depending on how long you've been friends, I mean, to be fair, those would be the ones that you'll be close with the longest. The ones you'll have the better, like, conversations with, the best times with. Those are the ones to always keep. I've had my friends for almost 10 years now, and nothing is going to come between us at this point. It'd have to be, mm-hmm. like, a miracle to separate us. Actually, I shouldn't say miracle. <laughs> miracle. It'd have to be some kind of evil force. Well, you, Stream, you have anything to say about that? Uh, I'm not sure quite to, what to answer, honestly. Okay, that's fine. There was one from Sakura, our our lovely videographer in the background, which I'm going to tell that she's she's gorgeous. She looks so beautiful. Look at her. <laughs> she said, internal, co- internal conflict for me is accepting compliments. I've been bullied most of my early life, so it has put my head into a space where it is really hard to believe that anyone truly cares about me. Even to this day, it's hard to make people out at their word and when they say nice things about me. Sakura, I will drag your booty over here and I will give you the biggest hug. I want to say touching something. Tips. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am touching your tip. Sakura, I keep I keep saying this in the self-esteem episode, but take the compliment, <laughs> whether you like it or not. <laughs> as harsh as it can be, take the compliment. And people usually, they will, it's very easy for somebody to criticize someone. Everybody can do it, but not a lot of people will go out of their way to give somebody a compliment. Because usually giving a compliment brings you you back less than complaining because usually people complain because they want something in, in, in return so if people are going out of their ways to give you a compliment it's a hundred percent meaningful they mean it and you should just welcome it and accept it i know it's easier said than done but this is the train of thought that goes behind every single of these comments towards you if you don't accept that compliment me and stream are going to touch tips <laughs> Can you reach? Well, I want to say something. I'll just oh. do this there. Well, here's the thing: is <laughs> I think in the free venom, it's hard for a lot of people to accept compliments because of the way they've probably grown up, they probably don't feel themselves, you know, that they're valuable enough to accept compliments. Because I felt that way growing up. I thought I was an ugly, fat barrel of a person. And then, like, I've made myself better. I still can't accept compliments. But I feel like accepting compliments is a good thing. But some people probably don't want to accept them because maybe they don't want to feel like they're narcissistic, narcissistical about it. Because narcissistical mm. people will just be like, I know I'm cute. Yeah. But a lot of people in the fandom I've seen just don't really take their compliments because I guess they don't want to feel like they're better than someone else, possibly. The best thing you can do is just say thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. You know, you don't even have to return the compliment or do what he said, like, oh, yeah, I know. It's it's so fancy. No, just just say thank you. And it's fine. And, you know, it'll make people smile. So even if you don't believe it, eventually you will. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. That, that 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 could take into a different kind of context too but you know but never mind <laughs> man we've been um, so many ways now. <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> so this one is from shamelessman89 where he said knowing the value of when to keep my mouth shut 
that's been times where I ran my mouth and mentioned something that I thought was innocent, was something wanted kept private. Now, again, I think that's a, I'm going to say, and Shameless's thing, um, it comes down to communication, and it's really up to the person whether or not they want to keep that information private. If they didn't tell you straight up to, you know, don't mention that to anybody or, um, and don't speak of it, then, then that's on you. Like, if you mention it, even though they told you not to mention that. Now, since I didn't mention that, that's kind of on them. That's my personal belief on that. You got anything to say about that, Whiplash? No. Not really, actually. Okay. How about you, Stream? Yeah, I think if people are going to give you information, I think if you're not sure, you better ask them if it's meant to be private, if you know that you tend to talk a lot, which is a problem I legit have. But usually I end up talking too much details about my personal life, but I'm a very good confident when people come up to me and tell me stuff. I'm really good for keeping secrets. But yeah, the issue of running my mouth too much, I've done it a few times and then put myself in trouble. <laughs> but it was you never still... people's personal secret. Still do. He's licking my tip. Yeah, I tell them. I'm, I'm too. I'm too transparent in real life. I I can't lie. I people. When you lie, people always end up figuring it out. So just be honest. Even though it's going to hurt a bit more, at least they don't figure it out, which always ends up being worse than if you would have been honest at the beginning. Okay. So now subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that notification bell. When you hit that notification bell, it will notify you with our latest videos and our latest shorts. Uh, follow us on our audio platforms, uh, platforms and leave us a rating as this will help us out a lot. Join our Discord and our Telegram chats. Links for all these are in the description below. Calling all Top Dogs fan, you want some cool stuff? You can by subscribing to our service subscription on Discord or Patreon. Become a podcast supporter today. Get exclusive, raw, and uncut footage with your favorite podcast episodes. Join supporter meetups and talk with the other podcast supporters on the team. Plus, get a custom-made poly emoji and other goodies that come with our $2.99 a month subscription. But wait, there's more. Upgrade to the Podcast Supporter Plus and get episode voting, sneak peek, uh, supportive feedback, episode voting, and live audience for only $5.99 a month. Plus, uh, get upcoming ideas of merchandising and more. You don't have to join those subscriptions, but it does help us out a lot. And for everybody that does have supported us and subscribed to us, thank you so much. We're really grateful. And, uh, yeah, if you don't, like, share, like, and comment our videos, Whiplash is probably going to threat you with some kind of thing, or I'm not sure. Maybe he's going to touch See you. you. <laughs> oh. See, if I you don't say no. follow us, and go to our Discord, become a... <laughs> or a fog, come to our Telegram and chat with us in either Discord or Telegram, I'm going to come to your house. <laughs> I'm going to shave your hair off and be bald just like me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I did what? not expect that. His hair just disappeared on top of his head. <laughs> I totally didn't expect that. That was good. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> you thought about that one, uh, didn't I'm you? I'm going to start snorting. Oh, snorting, boy. yes. <laughs> oh, I do Snort that when I pig. laugh too hard. Yeah, yeah, I do that. So I try to not go too far. <laughs> <laughs> so... Back to one of the uh, late night thoughts um, for me to answer that question. I would say for me is that I will not late night thoughts, uh, personal sanctuary. My bad. 
So what I like to do is lay on the bed. <laughs> That's it. I just like to lay on that bed because that is my comfort zone. It's not a room, but I like laying in a dark room with a bed. And I am happy and I'm content. That is my safe space. Some people don't understand why I do that, though. That's kind of the weird part. I love the darkness. Makes me sound mm-hmm. bad when I say that, but I like being in the dark and laying on the bed and just worrying about nothing. And have your obnoxiously loud white noise playing at the yeah. same time, right? <laughs> yes. I knew it. Yes. I love that noise. <laughs> By the way, I'll give you a compliment. When we went to FWA, when you played that one white noise for the thunder, the thundering lightning, I was knocked out. I drilled on my pillow. Oh, really? You liked it? Oh, nice. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was just a little side note that I want to mention. It was great. I highly recommend that one. But anyways, <laughs> uh, now there has been a lot of things that we probably wanted to tell people in our lives about something uh, amazing or something that was bothering us. But sometimes we're not able to reach those people because of unfortunate things that happen in life. Now, Whiplash, I wanted to ask you, is there something you've always wanted to tell someone but never had the courage or the, the right moment to? Plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Very plenty of okay. times. Is there the one times... that come out to mind? There's a lot of them that's from this game, honestly. I wish I can go back and just go back into a time machine and just redo everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say what it is. Okay, that's it's fine. just like it's, pers- it's too personal to me. I just wish I could just redo everything. You don't need to. Re- you don't need to explain. That's okay. okay. Me personally, I thought about this this question for a little while, and I couldn't figure an answer like a solid example of of what I wanted to do. I mean, there's I've been I've had a bunch of tiny little moments where I could have said, but there was nothing like significant enough for me to actually remember so sadly i think we never tell enough people how much we care about them we never tell them how much we love them until sometimes it is too late um i got somewhat close to a situation like this but i've always been very expressive and like i mentioned earlier giving people compliments uh, I've always been very expressive, so luckily I avoided a lot of situation where it could have ended badly, and sadly it didn't because I've always been very demonst- been expressive. Uh, I've been expressing myself about how much I care about these people, so I'm 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 lucky on that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, for me at least, my regretful moments is that. You know, again, I still think about that one girl would definitely be one of the things I've read in my life. There's going to be, I think, another thing I probably would regret is, you know, there's been many opportunities that I could have taken something. And that reality kind of sets in where you're, you, you're, too, you're too scared to really take that jump or that leap over the mountain. And... And because you don't you don't know the outcome of what could happen because you think it's always going to be no or it's not going to happen. But you'd be surprised how many times, you know, something could happen if you just take that leap and take that chance. And I wish I would have done that and not made that regret. 
you know, not being afraid to take that leap. Because, you know, if you want to be successful in life, you're going to have to take some risks. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, is there... Oh, you know what, Whiplash? I really wanted to ask you this because I, I really wanted to know. So everybody has a hidden joy, right? Like some, some things that we just can't explain, right? That we just enjoy it. So share like a small or perhaps insignificant thing that brings you immense joy. So have you ever like watched those videos on YouTube where it's like... Mm-hmm. Um, it's like people who are like enlisted in the military who are overseas and they come back and like their oh. children and family are there to meet them. It's something oh. that just makes me happy to watch it. That makes me tear up actually watching it. It's just something about it. It's like so, so joyful to like watch it happen. If I want to add to it, it makes me tear up as well. I love watching like the uh, dog videos though. When the dog, oh, yeah, the was... owners, owners of the, well, the pets get to see their their masters return from home, and they make the most yelping noises, and they try to pounce them and shit like that, and it always makes me happy. I remember one time, and this wasn't a, like a military video, but I remember I saw this video to add on to it. This girl was very close with this donkey. And this donkey literally made this obnoxious noise because she saw her, and it's been years. Um, And he would not stop making that noise that donkeys make when he went to hug her. It was so cute. Mm -hmm. So, what about you, Stream? Me is, I like to challenge myself quite a bit. I like puzzles. I like to tinker and stuff. And... One thing is uh, that brings me a lot of joy is when I challenge my pro- myself to a project or a problem I need to solve, finding a solution and having to enjoy the results and success from that project or problem, it's absolutely a, it's such a fulfilling feeling that I really love. Like I mentioned before, fixing my car's AC system. I had no idea how to do it. I looked it up online i did research i went through the steps i replaced it and when i actually tested everything and it was working i i was just so happy i was so fulfilled and i got to enjoy having a very comfortable ride 20 hours from quebec all the way to georgia and then that other 20 hours back so that's one thing i really enjoy is those challenges and you succeed and you overcome them it's great i feel proud of myself You know what? I have a challenge. When are you going to build that nuclear Anything. reactor? No, I'm oh not going to do that. I don't want to get the government on my back. <laughs> you could be like the... Don't leave me ideas. I don't want to pay for electricity anymore. <laughs> At least electricity you... in Quebec is not expensive to you guys in the States, but still, I mean, being off-grid would be kind of cool. You know what? You could also make your own solar panels. Roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably do that. That's something I'm I'm gonna think of the future. But I literally just got my shingle replaced on my roof of my house, so I'm gonna wait a few years. Financially, <laughs> I'll wait too. <laughs> my hidden joy that I still love today, and I wish I could still do it again, is when I was a little child and I had so many. I had like six dogs, and I was living in the countryside at one point in Tennessee. 
was uh, Cedar Hill, Tennessee. And in Cedar Hill, there was like no civilization. It was just all mostly farm and southern people and, you know, tobacco spitting boys. <laughs> and. Oh, that's. Sorry. No, you're fine. And so at night, this is what I love to do because I like to sneak out of my room at night and I would crawl throughout the window that was literally right next to the porch where my dogs were sleeping, the front porch. That was connected to my mom's uh, and my dad's uh, master bedroom. But I would be on the porch with the dogs, and I would be like, hey, let's go. We're going to go on this path that led to the woods, and it was always dark. I loved it. I felt like what I loved about it was like being the pack leader of those dogs, and they follow me, and we would go on an adventure in the woods and then have those honeysuckles. You know what those honeysuckles are, Whiplash? Oh, yes. God, honeysuckles are so good. Yeah, I used to just pick at them and just, you know, take a little dab of the uh, liquid onto my tongue. It was very sweet and very delicious as well. Um, and then after all that, then we would come home from the woods. Then I would just stargaze with my dogs by laying with them, and they cuddled up with me and on the porch, and I just watched stars go by. Oh, I, I love doing that. Yeah, that was that was my thing. Um, moving on though, uh, can you tell me, cause we all have a bucket list, right? And there's probably some things that we have accomplished in our bucket list. Now, what, what is one thing on your bucket list, uh, bucket list that you, that might surprise people? Hmm. Owning a Ferrari? I want to go skydiving. Nah, I don't want a Ferrari. I don't want, here's the thing is, the one thing people get with uh, exotic cars is like sure exotic cars are flashy and everything but three things one they're expensive to own two if you get into an accident even if it's not your fault is expensive as shit and insurance is hell to fight with three it's just people will think you're an asshole wherever you go to because it's an exotic car but i want to i want to get my um I want to get a. I wanted to uh, actually, if I didn't have my job I had now, I wanted to actually go into like commercial flying. I want to become oh. a pilot, like commercial pilot. Ooh, you got this boy right here that could probably teach you a thing or two. Oh, I'm sure, sure he can. can. <laughs> <laughs> um, why flying though? You also mentioned skydiving. Enjoy flying. Well, I enjoy flying, just regardless. Like, it's just fun. Like, it's just how we've created technology that can put up, put us up in the sky and not have to worry about dying. <laughs> oh, on a very, very large scale. There's a very, like, there's what, 0.2%, like, 0.0002%. You don't need to explain that. I, mean, I think but we get it. That and skydiving. Skydiving just seems like so, so much fun. Like, you're just... Diving through the air at like 150 miles an hour, just going towards the earth and then just pulling that cord, that cord and just floating to the earth and just seeing it for all the beauty that the earth is. Or so let me ask having... you this. Go ahead. I was going to compliment. For having skydive in my life, it is an absolute amazing feeling and i think everybody should try it at least once in their lives it's that 
sensation of jumping off is very like ah it's very like scary and you get that massive rush of adrenaline but once you reach terminal velocity it's just relaxing and it's great and then when the chutes open you kind of just glide down and you get to admire a beautiful view usually they they do it in like close to where there's fields and stuff so it's it's a beautiful experience and i highly recommend you give it a try at some point in your life yes you guys have some balls. I, I can't even do that. <laughs> um, I can fly in the airplane, but I can't skydive. Um, I can't explain that one. That was a little weird. But um, I, I would like to see one thing, though. This is maybe just an attempt tangent. Maybe it'll give you a content idea. Why don't you wear your first suit? Okay? Get one on one of them slingshots. So, one thing, before we just, you know, it's not a bad idea, right? It's not a bad idea, but I would have to strap down everything that is attached to me to make sure that I don't lose a single part of that fursuit. I'm going to have to figure out some way to attach those feet paws to me, like glue them to my feet, <laughs> same hand paws. I don't want to, like, lose anything, but another thing, too, what if I can't reach the string with my hand paws? What do I do then? Just fall straight to the earth? <laughs> No, so you're going to be doing a, a tandem jump. You're not going to jump alone for your first time. That's one thing for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but I don't feel like the instructor would be like, so, why are you in a fursuit for? Why are you in a mascot suit? <laughs> Can't really explain that to them on the first time. <laughs> just, just, I said, oh, it's, it's for content creation. <laughs> content. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. What about you, Shane? I know you have a bucket list. I sure do. Um, one thing I've been thinking about for a long time is I would like to build the equivalent of a flying motorcycle. Like, it's, which is strange. To uh, you. The thing is that, yeah, well, it, it's basically it's kind of. It's like a motorcycle, but it has wings and it has motors where you can take off vertically like a drone, but then those motors can kind of tilt forward so that you can actually fly instead of using, you know, propellers to keep you up, uh, up in the in the air. And it it's meant to be ridden like, like an, a motorcycle. So it would be like as if you're flying on top of a bird or an eagle, but a giant bird, and you're just like kind of riding it. A bit like horseback riding, but in the skies. And I think that would be, like, the most amazing thing ever. It's something that I would like to build sometime in my life. Probably, it's probably going to be my retirement project uh, because it might end up being very expensive. But I do believe I have the required skills to be able to make it work. Now, some people kind of beat me with those uh, drones that can actually carry humans. That's not what I want to do. Drones, the only fly for 25 minutes i want to do distance so i'm gonna have legitimate wings to keep me in the air make sure it's a dirt bike so you have enough altitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> now i have many things on my bucket list but i didn't mention this to anybody so i'm going to mention one that i have not talked about so besides like anything else i've always wanted to give a, a shark a whale shark a hug Oh, a whale shark? Yes, a whale shark. Whale shark. Oh. Yeah, a whale shark. They don't okay. they don't hurt humans. Okay. They're not they don't eat people. They they eat plankton and that, that's about it. And shrimp. They're still okay, whales. They're very passive animals. They're very they're very calm. 
they're not aggressive. They're not dangerous. Here's a here's a well, bad thing. So I don't recommend doing this though, um, because these guys know better, but they still did it anyway. So you guys know the jackass crew. So you know where I'm going. With this I'm bringing up Stevo. Uh, yeah. Like uh, he he and Chris Pont and Stevo and his buddy Chris, they did things with the whale. They actually they gave it a big hug. But they did something else. Yeah, but else. they did other things, too, which I don't think is really relevant. <laughs> I think it's completely Yeah, wrong. but I was like, I well, here's the point. I know that's not about. relevant. That's not a relevant detail, but I was like, yo, if they can go up to a, a, sh- a whale shark and give it a hug, because that's what I want to do. I want to do it, too. <laughs> so I need to get that video. Make sure you get a camera to do that. Oh, yeah. And then, now, Whiplash, would you actually oh, join yeah. with me about hugging a whale shark? I'm I'm sure it'd be fun. I, I, I don't know how to go about that though. I'm <laughs> afraid of water. I got First my scuba diving license. As long as we don't join the ocean gate. Now I would say <laughs> I don't know if we have time for another question. So uh, you guys have anything else to say before? Or. I don't know. No, I think it were. I think I'm good, honestly. Uh, but okay. oh, maybe I could say. Maybe I could say something. Never stop chasing your dreams, and mm-hmm. I hope you manage to accomplish your bucket list. And same for you, Whiplash. And uh, if it, if push comes to shove and we hang out and there's a place that do skydiving, we'll go skydive together and we'll try to drag fiction along. <laughs> don't drag me into that. You want to go fun. hug a whale shark oh, with me? Will. Oh my god! I don't do mind it. doing I'll it. Do it. I'll, I'll do it. it. Okay, let's do it. You got my back. All right, I, I got your back. I mean, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Flip the. Yeah, around. I got your. I'm the back scratcher. No, 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 no. Okay, I thought you were gonna yeet me. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no. Well, anyways, guys, thank you for this uh, joining us on this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, have a great evening and a good. Bye bye. Have a good day, everyone. Bye bye. Good night. I said. I said good night and good evening at the same time. That's the same thing. <laughs> it's okay. We I still know. love you. <laughs> Just do good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Potter. Hey there, Top Dogs fans. Louise Hollis here from the editing room. With the topic and discussion of suicide arising in this episode, we would like to remind you that you should never face these things alone. If you ever have thoughts or even contemplated suicide, turn to the International Association for Suicide Prevention, which will provide you all the information you need and all the contact information that you need from any organization to combat suicide. Be sure that you have a good support system and always open up to family members and close friends that you trust. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and as always, keep being awesome.